any indication. Oh, there's some great things going to happen. Everybody say, God bless Brother Harry. Praise the Lord, everyone. Amen. Praise God. God's a good God, isn't he? He's an awesome God. Amen. Praise God. There's no telling what God's going to do tonight. Amen. I just want all that he's got. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you got a Bible, I should go with me to the book of Psalms, chapter 69 and verse 9. Psalms 69 and verse 9. <clears throat> Apologize for my throat. I don't know what in the world is going on. It'll be all right. It will be okay. Amen. The Bible says the zeal of thine house had eaten me up. And the reproaches of them that approach thee are fallen upon me. Oh God, we do thank you tonight for your presence. Thank you, Lord, for those precious songs tonight, God. Oh, thank you for what you're about to do, Lord, in this service in these next little bit, Lord. Oh, we give you all the praise, the thanks, and the glory. Why don't you put your Bibles down? Why don't you begin to exalt him? is worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, let the redeemed say so. Somebody short, shout with a voice of triumph. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. You, you can be seated tonight, only if you promise not to stay seated. Amen. Let us respond to the word God's spirit tonight. Praise the Lord. I, uh, I come with a question for uh, my title for my text tonight. Do you have a passion for revival? Do you have a passion for revival? Amen. You got to pursue it. Come on now. You got to desire it. Nothing will replace it. No programs, no ideals, no ministries, no personality. Our platform for revival is still the book of Acts. Oh, come on, somebody. What God's done, God will do again. Come on, the God that still comes, uh, he's still going to come. Uh, the God that poured out his spirit, uh, still going to do it today. The God that heals, still heals. Oh, the God that delivers, still on the throne delivering. 
Isaac knew the value of reviving something that was dead. When he had to leave Abimelech's land, he went back to his father's land. But he encountered a great problem. Each of the wells that his father had dug, previously they're filled with debris and waste that the Philistines had stopped them up with. Those wells were his claim to the land. He could have said, I've lost it all and left. But he realized the land was his. Come on, does anybody realize what God's doing in this hour? He's telling you, get up and pursue. Pursue revival. Have a passion for it. He realized this was his by a promise. God gave his daddy the land. He said, it's mine. It's time to redig some wells. Some wells of apostolic ministry and power and authority. Somebody say amen. We could give up. We could say there's no hope. I know this church is here. Come on, by a promise. When all you got is a promise from God, it's enough. God's faithful. Come on now. God's forever faithful to his word. God's promised this church revival, but does anybody want it? Does anybody go pursue it? Does anybody got a passion for it? Blessings of God are not conditioned upon what you're currently encountering. The blessings and promises of God are based upon His Word. His Word. The Word that does not fail. Come on, that Word given for a season and a reason. What we need to do is seek revival with a passion. Seek revival with a passion. Redict some things in your life uh, that's been made obsolete. Uh, Come on, it's time for somebody to break out the old spiritual shovel and begin to dig. Is anybody willing to dig tonight? Come on, raise your hands and praise him. Jesus. Oh, Isaac ended up digging a well called Rehoboth. The, main, the name meaning there is enough water for every person that's thirsty to drink. Come on, is there one thirsty person here tonight saying, God, change me. 
God, give me a passion. Come on, for the things of God. Give me a passion for revival. Give me a passion for souls. Uh, give me a passion. Uh, come on, there's enough uh, here tonight for everybody to have uh, a drink. Uh, there's enough here tonight. Hey, Jesus is coming. He's not going to, for of Terry is coming. It's set for an appointed time. Don't fall asleep in the hour that Jesus is coming back, church. Come on, don't fall asleep. Suddenly the call went out. He's here. All ten of those virgins jumped up. They frantically began to trim their lamps. Five of those lamps lit immediately. Their lamps began to shine. The other five tried to light their lamps. They didn't want anybody to know that they'd let their oil supply run out. Come on, you got to keep this thing alive. You got to keep your Holy Ghost fresh. You can't let it get stale, but it's got to be on top burner. Come on now. They look right. Uh, they're at the right place uh, at the right time. Uh, they had the accountability uh, of being ready. Uh, they simply uh, did not have enough. Oh. Personal revival is not an option. You got to be ready. Can't wait to his period to get ready. He's going to appear like a thief in the night. And it'll catch you by surprise. It'll ruin your day. I want you to consider something with me for a minute. One of them five without enough ass for the other five for a little oil. What was their response? We only have enough for us. If we give you some, we won't make it. Let me ask you a question. How wise were the wise? It's the responsibility of the church to have more than enough. It's the responsibility, come on, for the church to have more than enough. Uh, there's a world out there uh, that needs a church and revival. They can't wait for you to pray through. Uh, you already ought to be prayed through. Uh, they can't wait for you to get right. Uh, you ought to already be right. Uh, the times are shouting. Uh, Jesus is coming. Uh, the world needs uh, what you got. service must be revived come on revival come on we need more than enough come on today the world can't wait come on when somebody comes in here they need to feel conviction power and deliverance amen come on do you have a passion for revival Did you know when excitement is artificially generated, it becomes difficult to find anything you come on to be authentically enthusiastic about? When you can't really be enthusiastic about something, 
when you can't become so excited that ignites your values, your good beliefs, and your patterns of good behavior, apathy sets in. In America, apathy is the greatest enemy in the church as well. When apathy takes a hold of us, we become lulled into a comfortable, permissible, appetizing for form of slavery. It's just going through the routine. It's just doing what we've always done. The way we've always done it. Just putting up with what we got. Is anybody ready to crucify that old spirit tonight? You got the authority. Come on to crucify that tonight. Why don't somebody stand to your feet uh, and take authority tonight and say, hey, we're going to take authority of you. Is anybody really ready to do something different than you've never done before? Change is here. Change is here. is here. Somebody reach out. Put your arms around it. In church, we're not born again to be setters. We're born again of the water and the spirit. Not to be slave driven into a dull routine of drudgery and life. We're born again with the need to win and the need to conquer. Slavery in church uh, is unnatural. The church functions from the view from the view of the predator and not the prey. You need to start acting like you're the predator instead of the prey. Come on, somebody. We in church possess and obsess to grow and expand and to improve. We're born from the high place. We're growing towards the increase. Spiritually, physically, emotionally. We must become what God intended for us to be. Does anybody want revival? Does anybody really want revival? Well, why don't you praise him like you really want it? Come on, you're scaring the devil right now. You are not be acting like that. You are not be praising like that. Come on now. That's right, you're making a statement. 
You're here today with a purpose that is designed and equipped for the functioning and deserting and the developing that God-given ability that he's invested in you. When he filled you with the Holy Ghost, he'd give you the best. When he filled you with the Holy Ghost, he'd give you the best. He'd give you a part of him. You're not here just to sit on a pew. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. To hear another sermon. You're not here just to shout sometimes on a Sunday night or two. You're not here just to walk in and shake somebody's hand and say, I'm a child of God. But you're here with a purpose designed by God. You've been equipped by God, church. Did you hear that? You've been equipped by God. You've been chosen by God. You know the thing that separates the victim from the victor? Passion. Passion. It's not money. It's not ability. Pedigree. I've seen all those fail. Those without success. All in all, it's passion that separates the victim from the victor. It's not your inheritance of your earthly lineage that God's looking at. God said, I'm looking for a man or a woman or a young person, would let me use them. Come on, is there anybody saying today, God send me, I'll go. Somebody shout passion. Oh, come on, shout it like you got an anointing. Yeah, come on somebody. Your attitude's how you think. Your passion's what you feel. Sometimes we don't feel anything, do we? But you still praise him. Sometimes you don't feel like going to church, but you still come. Sometimes you don't feel like praying, but you still pray. Sometimes you don't feel like studying, but you still study. We got to keep on, keep it on. You know, on the outside... There could be no victory. On the inside, there could be nothing really happening. Hello? And when you're grading like men would grade, everything seems like failure. But on the inside, you're saying there's a fire. There's something shut up in me. Something refuses to be silent. Something refuses to remain calm. You're hearing what I'm preaching today. Come on, I refuse to be silent. Does anybody refuse to be silent? The greatest tragedy that can happen to a church, amen, and to your soul is to lose your passion of what Jesus done for you. When he, come on, when you forget the wonders of what it is to be redeemed. Not about what you see around you. There may be not the crowd that you won't hear. The family member you're praying for 
may not be here yet. I said yet. But if you, come on now, but if you have something on the inside of you, if you have something inside your soul that can still praise God, come on. God, I'm not going to give up. God, I'm still going to hang on to my promise. I know they're still coming, God. You promised, God. You said we'd have revival, God. Come on, somebody. may not be where you want to be right now or experiencing what you want to experience. But it's time to rekindle the fire of your passion. Let God put you back on the potter's wheel and make you yet another vessel. You may not have victory over your situation yet. But if you have it on the inside of you, hold on, it's coming. I said, hold on, it's coming. It's passion. Come on, it's what you feel. I said, it's passion, what you feel. Passion causes you to do things that you should have never done. Come on, you'll say things that you should have never said. Uh, he was just a messenger boy. Sit on an errand from his daddy just to find out how the battle was going. Was it over? What was going on? But when he went down there with a passion, he had already conquered the bear and the lion. Can't you see him pretending to fight? He got there. How's it going? Hide, boy. Samson killed a thousand of them with a bone. Why are we hiding? Shh. The king's hiding back there in his tent. Be quiet, boy. Don't wake up the king. He's back there on the back 40 hiding. Come on, don't wake him up. Shh. You got a whole army here. What's the deal? There was something inside of this young boy that couldn't be quiet. He said, is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? What was it? Passion. Passion. Passion will propel you uh, into situations uh, and cause you to do things uh, you're not supposed to be able to do. Them old Hebrew boys should have never been dancing in the fire, should have they? But they were. I said, but they were. I said, but they were. What happened? Passion. Passion. What happens when a congregation stands to their feet and say, it's not happening like I want it to, but I've got a passion for a move of God. God moves. God moves.
Passion is an eager desire, not just wishing. There are way too many wannabes. Not just wanting it, but come on, friend, it's got to consume you. You become like Hannah of old. No, I can't have a baby. No, I can't. But oh, oh, I'm going to hang on to the horns of the altar and get drunk on my passion. Hey, church, when you get drunk on your passion in the altar, God steps in. God takes notice. Where you at, Joseph? Oh, I've been locked up in the dungeon, but I got a dream. Got a dream. I've been slowed in, I've been sold into slavery, but got a dream. She lied on me, but I got a dream. When you're consumed with passion, it's like a fire shut up in your bones, and it won't let you be quiet. I said it won't let you be quiet. It's not mere interest or width, it's a fire in your bones, in spite of it all. It's saying hell come against me. Come on, hell come against me if you want to. But greater is he that's in me than in this world. Come on, than he that is in this world. You're going to be remembered by what you have a passion for. Passion for. You're going to be remembered by that. If you got a passion for God and the holy things of God, this is what you're saying to yourself tonight. I'm not going home like I came in church tonight. I'm going out different. I come through the west gate, but I'm going out the east gate because I'm going out changed. I'm not leaving this place like I was. I'm leaving different. Why? I got a passion for God. Passion, come on now. Revival here is not dependent upon the preacher. Uh-oh, uh-oh. It's dependent on men and women and young people like you that's made up your mind. I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care what anybody does. I don't care. I've got a passion for revival. Why don't we forget about what everybody is going to think about you? Why don't you stop worrying about what they say? Come on. What you look like? Break out of your box. Break out of your rut. Somebody ought to shout and give God some praise.
Now hear me a minute. You have the opportunity tonight, church, to be a pew warmer or a bench jumper. A wet water walker or a dry boat setter. You could be cold or lukewarm or you could be red hot. Oh, brother, I don't think it takes all this. Some of this stuff's not even in the spirit. Well, we got this old flesh and body. Hello, we start out in this old flesh and body, but we end up in the spirit. I said, we end up in the spirit. I said, we end up in the spirit. We got enough wet blankets. Why don't you allow the Holy Ghost to burn you all the way through tonight? I'm not waiting on next week. I'm not waiting on Tuesday night. I'm not waiting on camp meeting. I've got right now, come on, a chance to praise God. To give God my very best. Why don't somebody praise God like you've never praised Him before? Why don't you do something different than you've never done before? Why don't you do something you've never done before? Praise him in a way you've never praised him before. No, don't praise like that. Don't praise. You get too loud. You ain't supposed to do that. Hey, it's a fire. I can't be still. Come on, I can't sit down. It's a fire. You know what brings revival? Passion. Passion. Passion runs through the doors every service. Pastors wondering who's going to be the next to get the Holy Ghost. Who's going to be the next to be delivered? Hey, aren't you ready to go what is expected of you? Come on, I'm stopping. As somebody, as somebody without passion, they're going to be in church Tuesday night. They'll say, well, if it's God's will, like it's not God's will for you to be here. Like God's not willing for you to be in church. For all you that lack passion, the Lord just spoke to me. And he said, it's the will of God to be in church every time the doors are open. In fact, he said, you need to be here early and pray. Well, I know I've got to bring this to a close. For the zeal of thine house and eating me up. Hey, 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 hey. David didn't have the, come on. David didn't have what you and I have. All he had was God in a box. 
was God in a box. And some can't even move in the Holy Ghost. Come on, you got the Holy Ghost. And you can't even move in the Holy Ghost. Come on, you can't even operate in the Holy Ghost. God give it. God, come on now. Nobody can take it away. It's his pleasure to give it. Come on, he wants to work miracles here. He wants to fill people with the Holy Ghost. He wants to change lives. Uh, come on, let's let God have his way right now. Come on, let's get up real close to this altar. Come on. Come on, let's get up here real close tonight. Come on, let's let the Holy Ghost move. Somebody said, God, give me a passion for revival. Come on, begin to talk to God about it. Come on, I shot that all about that. 